Everyone loves a fixer-upper, right? Well, you love it until you hate it. Because sometimes there's a little problem that gets the best of you. This is Ask This Old House. I'm Chris Ermides. If you're like a lot of folks out there who've bought a home and started taking on issues one by one, only to get stuck on a seemingly simple one, we're here to help. Today, we're in the kitchen. Emily lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, Emily. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Okay, good. So tell me about your house. All right. So my house is about 100 years old. It's in the southwest part of Atlanta. It was renovated-ish about 10, 11 years ago. Okay. And I say ish because there was, there's some mixed quality. Let's just say that. So it has a more or less modern kitchen, but there are still some really cool elements in the house. There's a... Uh, you know, the 100-year-old flooring and really high ceilings. It's got some good bones. And uh, what style is it? I would say it's probably, if you took like a Southern Craftsman bungalow and then removed all the charm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's not the case. Yeah, it's cute, but it doesn't have, you know, the little curly cues or the little odds and ends that that you identify with Craftsman homes, but it Mm -hmm. does have kind of the bones of an old Southern bungalow. What have you done? Have you been working on the house since you moved in? Oh, my God. (laughs) So um, it was in a bit of rough shape when I bought it. And we had to basically redo all the three bathrooms from scratch. Like gut them? You gutted the three bathrooms? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I mean... What was wrong? Was it an aesthetic thing or were there issues? uh, There were issues. The floors were all rotted. Oh, wow. So um, a lot of just repairs and just bringing it up to up to the 21st century and bringing mm-hmm. it up to, you know, the, the standard that I wanted to have. I did a lot of drywall repair myself. We've painted almost every inch of this thing. I redid all the insulation in the attic myself. Did a lot of HVAC repairs because you desperately need AC down here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. And it was fine. Sweet. It was working, but not exactly... Like all the ducts didn't line up correctly. So there, you were blowing cold air into unconditioned space in the attic? Exactly. The raccoons yeah. were very comfortable under the house. <laughs> yeah. And the squirrels in the attic felt great as well. <laughs> well, you, uh, you've tackled quite a bit. And specifically, you wrote us about your kitchen sink. Are mm-hmm. you renovating the kitchen? No, the kitchen is actually in decent shape. It's a little ugly, but it's fine. <laughs> and after all that work, fine is great. <laughs> and so sure. it's, it, yeah, the kitchen's actually in pretty decent shape. Everything's good there, except that I have this double sink. It's an undermount sink. And I'm not really quite sure what happened, but it doesn't quite meet the underside of the countertop. And I figured this out. I was looking at it and I realized that the caulking around the, between the sink and the granite was a color that it shouldn't be <laughs> and was starting to come out in some places. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll just pull this out and then I'll recalk it. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out and it turns out that there's a gap between the sink and the countertop and that varies between a quarter inch and a half an inch. Wow. So the sink is really sagging. It's really sagging. And one of the clips is missing on one of the corners, but the rest of them are in there pretty snug. I don't know a lot about sinks. And I don't know a lot about how sinks are installed, but I okay. am pretty sure that that gap is too big. It sounds too big. And it sounds like someone um, did what we affectionately refer to in the trades as a caulk and walk. 
uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and and maybe it even happened right before they put the house on the market. It's possible. To, yeah. It's possible. And yeah. so when I pulled out the caulk, you can see all of the dried up construction adhesive back there. Now there's a, since I pulled all the caulk out, now there's a big gap. And when you wash dishes, water gets inside the sure. cabinet and it's a hot mess and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure caulk doesn't come in green. <laughs> okay. So it turned <laughs> that color. Yeah. Wow. Greenish okay. brown. There's a lot of earth tones happening. <laughs> you bring people into the kitchen and then you show them this and they can see the sink and there's like orange stuff climbing out of the sides. And you're like, that's not, that looks appetizing. Emily, are you looking for an excuse to buy a new sink? By <laughs> not to (laughs) but there you know if it's bent and warped then it can go to the great sink heaven it's okay we will try and save it from that place (laughs) great thank you thank you after the break carpenter nathan gilbert will help us stop that sink from sinking Okay, so I know we can get Emily's sink fixed up before the holidays. And the expert I'm calling is carpenter Nathan Gilbert. Let's get him on the line. Hi, Nathan. It's Chris. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. So Emily Griswold lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's got a bungalow that was built in the 1920s, a real fixer-upper, and she's been putting Mm -hmm. her sweat equity into it. Nice. And right now, she's tackling the kitchen. It was renovated about 10 years ago, but they didn't do a Mm -hmm. great job. There was some old caulking around the undermount sink that was pretty gross, and she pulled that out thinking she'd just re-caulk it. But, as I'm sure you've seen before, there's like a half an inch gap between the top of the sink and the underside of the countertop, Mm -hmm. and one of the clips securing the sink is missing. That's pretty unfortunate, and it's funny because that caulk never lasts. You know, it looks good for about a week, and then all of a sudden you do the dishes and it's dirty. But, um, you know, that's a pretty large gap between the countertop and the sink. So to get started, I guess we could talk about the different types of sinks. You have an undermounted sink, top-mounted sink. You can go into farmhouse sinks or vessel sinks. So there's a lot of different styles. You know, just hearing that there's a half-inch gap between the sink and the countertop kind of raises a question. It sounds like you know, did they buy the right style sink? Is it actually an undermounted sink or did they buy a top mounted sink or a drop in sink and try and undermount it? Interesting. That's one thing to consider before, you know, investing more money in clips is you might want to swap the sink out entirely into something that is actually it's meant, meant to be. What's the difference between an undermount sink and, you know, a top mount or a drop in sink? Like how would one know one from the other? So, you know, they do look very similar. The, the top-mounted sink, you would cut your sink hole and you would drop it in and that lip all the way around would hold that sink on top of the countertop. Now, if you do the undermounted sink, it should be a little bit smoother on the top so you can really get that good seal when you put it up underneath, say it's granite or soapstone or whatever you're mounting it to the bottom side of. Obviously, there should be some sort of sealant anyways. Mm-hmm. There should be a half-inch gap though. Mm-hmm. You know, there should be maybe a small bead of silicone as they press that sink up in and then retain it with those clips. 
You know, there's different ways to secure undermounted sinks. Her best option would be to try and remove that sink, remove the clips, and look at it. And is there, you know, if it was a drop-in sink, that's possible. There might be some sort of a flange or kind of like a little rib. So let's say you're washing your hands and a little bit of water splashes. It doesn't roll away. It would catch that seam and roll back in. So oh, maybe that's holding that sink down further than it should be. She might want to swap out the sink entirely. Oh, I got you. So you're thinking that maybe someone used a top mount sink that has that lip around it Mm -hmm. and it actually is tight to the countertop underneath, but Mm -hmm. the gap that she's seeing is from the variation in that lip and and where the sink... I see. Okay. But let's do the devil's advocate. Let's work it the other way. Okay. So it's missing a couple clips. So there's different ways that people mount an undermounted sink. She has a clip system. Some different types of countertops, you can't do a clip system. Uh, if you did a neolith or, you know, maybe soapstone wouldn't take the threaded receivers for those clips as well. Okay. A lot of people do the clip system in like the granites. Yeah. So what is the clip system? So the, the clip system is they put a threaded receiver into the bottom of the countertop. And then you have these little brackets and a little threaded bolt and you'll just tighten it up. So you'll do your bead of, of silicone or sealant. You'll press that bowl in mm-hmm. and then go around and tighten all these clips in and that'll hold that sink in place. If okay. she had lost a clip and it is the right style sink, she could go to the home center or maybe have better luck online finding a replacement one, use a two-part epoxy, put that threaded receiver back up in there and then thread it back in. That seems pretty straightforward, but you think the best option approach would be to basically yeah. disconnect the thing altogether and, and remount it from scratch. Yeah, starting fresh and, you know, she'll know that she has the right style sink and mm-hmm. that she gets a really good seal uh, between the countertop and the undermounted sink. Are there any tricks to putting the clips in? So say that she pulls it down and it's the right style sink and she wants to remount it. You know, she can put her new threaded receivers back into the bottom side of the countertop. But when she goes to mount that sink, she could create a little stand out of some mm-hmm. two by fours and a piece of plywood. Okay. It, it can be framed just a little bit shy of the depth that she needs. And then she can use some shims to get that, that undermounted sink forced up underneath the countertop while she applies her clips and gives that sealant some time to cure and then pull that out after. Okay, so you have to have some sort of temporary structure under the sink to keep it held to the countertop. Some un- undermounted sinks, you know, you can't fasten, you, you can't do the clip style just because of the way that the, the material the tops are made out of. So some sinks you might open up and there might be a permanent stand underneath that undermounted sink. Really? Okay. I've never yeah. seen that before. So, for example, our, our Brookline kitchen that we just did uh, the winter before, they had Neolith countertops which is a half inch porcelain layered Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. you can't screw into that and you can't put any weight hanging off of that so we uh framed a substructure to hold up that large undermounted sink wow i I never knew that sometimes sinks needed to have supports under them permanently imagine the amount of weight that you can put into a sink yeah and that even with the clip system that's a, a ton of weight holding it being held in that sink with dishes and water and and everything. So really, you know, more is better. All right. Sounds like you got it nailed. Yeah. Thanks so much, Nathan. No problem, Chris. So I hope Emily has some luck and uh, can get that tightened up before the holidays. 
Got a long overdue project at your house? Submit your project at askthisoldhouse.com. Ask This Old House is produced by Catherine Finalosa at Rococo Punch. Production support from Sarah Chase. Thanks to Emily Griswold and Nathan Gilbert. If you want to let us know what you think of the show, send us an email, ask at thisoldhouse.com. And subscribe to our podcast newsletter at thisoldhouse.com slash newsletters. Don't forget to watch our Ask This Old House TV show on PBS and in the This Old House app. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. I'm Chris Ermides. See you next week.